email. Oh, I don't do oh, emails. I'm just straight That's to the so point. Funny. Like, how's your weekend? And I'll respond. But like, if I'm sending something first, I'm just like, hey, can you please do this? Blah blah blah. Thank you, like many thanks. And then other oh people are like, God. oh, you're very like blunt and straight to the point. I'm like, it's an email. What do you want me to do? Ask you about your weekend and if you're having like something nice for your dinner. Like, I just want something to be done. Like. Welcome to We're All Just Faking It. This is episode 16. Today, we're talking about managing work anxiety and relationships. With us today, we have Blaze, Dana, and myself, Steph. What's going on? Hi. Hello. So what is and what causes anxiety at work? I'm just going to jump right in because I am kind of a workaholic, so I've been looking forward to these topics because I get to talk about what I do all the time, which is work. It's sad. (laughs) I don't like who I am. (laughs) It's not a bad thing. It's it's a it's a slippery slope to burnout, which we'll definitely yeah. cover here in a minute. Um, so I mean, like work anxiety for me, like do do you guys ever remember like waking up at ten o'clock at night as a kid and like oh shit, I didn't do my homework, and then you have anxiety all night. You can't go back to sleep because you didn't do your homework. You know you're not turning anything in the next day. You know you're gonna get your ass fucking reamed out by your parents. Um, like, you know, you're just in trouble and you know that you can't get, well, for me, I couldn't get out of bed and do it because heaven forbid my parents saw my light on past my bedtime. That's an ass whooping. Um, (laughs) so anxiety at work is kind of the same thing for me, but I've overcompensated on that, um, on my organization front. So I am crazy, obsessive, crazy person, hyper organized for work. So I don't have those anxieties. But I still, I still, I still forget stuff because I am but human. I need you to teach me how to get organized with work. <laughs> Same. But um, I think a lot of my anxiety comes from s- some organization issues, but also like just thinking that I'm not good at my job. Oh God, all the time. The imposter syndrome is real. Yeah. The imposter syndrome. You know, is it is it imposter syndrome or is it just flat out insecurity? Because I feel like imposter syndrome is used in a lot of instances where it might not necessarily be imposter syndrome. It's just straight out. It's just it's just flat out insecurity. Like you were obviously hired to do the job. Just do the fucking job. Just do the job. Someone yeah. else believes in you. Believe in yourself. <laughs> Obviously, I must not be too bad if they trust me enough to train all our new people. So, Yes. Yes. It's, oh, my God. What a wonderful validation. Dana, do you experience that anxiety and, and insecurity through your work as well? I mean, yeah, like there's a lot of like things like recently like um our machines a machine that I've, I've been fixing for like the whole time like a type of machine I've been fixing since I started at the business I work at like so for six years I've been working on these things and now they're getting so much older there's more faults on them and things and I have like no fucking clue how to fix these now like there's so many bizarre faults that because I haven't got the past knowledge of previous printers and things like that my other colleagues have those years that they put in I'm like oh (laughs) like I've never seen this before and I'm like constantly asking for help 
like, hey, can you like take a look at this, please? Because I don't know what's causing this issue and stuff. And I feel like I don't belong here. This is not for me. I'm not enjoying this anymore. I'm just constantly having to ask people for help. And I don't like that. Like, I don't mind asking people for help, but like the constant, like, it gets to the point where I'm like, what the what the fuck are you doing? Like, are you actually like doing anything useful right now? Like, oh, and now I've changed my You're job learning. description. Yeah, I'm now like training. So then, like half the time, I'm like, am I? Like, I'm I'm like senior logistics operative and HR admin support, and I'm like, this title is way higher than I feel that I am. <laughs> like for sure like I do not feel like I'm senior logistics I only started in logistics in February how am I now senior in it when I've only done like six months in this like this sector and then like I'm part of like HR training now and I'm like this is like how What's like how amazing? am I here? what a what a punch in the face to your insecurity and imposter syndrome like you have you have you have struggled your way up the ladder. Isn't that what tech is, though? So, like, I, I have a legitimate question. Are your machines so old, though, that you can't, like, Google? Because when I worked in tech, I swear to God, I spent, like, 60% of my time in that tech role Googling issues. And the only reason I knew what I was doing is because I encountered the issue before wildly. The problem is they are photo um, printers and they, like we fix them like we are the repair um center for them so if we so there's no like training guides or anything there are but like they're like if this beeps then it's this and if if (laughs) paper jams and it could be this or this there's like flow charts that you go through and you're like okay none of these fixed my issue (laughs) what do i do now and like we can escalate them obviously to the manufacturer and they they sometimes give us useful information um sometimes not it depends on the day um it depends what they're doing <laughs> if they get back to I us want a flow chart dude if so, I had a flow chart for every fucking thing that went wrong in my job I'd be so happy I wish oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea I should write that down not that I need another fucking task to do but you know <laughs> yet another thing on my plate um no, I, I, I'd say that's another source of my anxiety too, is just being, I, I, I am, it's not, it, I mean, it is always, but it is not, um, they're working on it. I'm a one woman show at work. So who else is going to do it? <laughs> and it's, uh, my toxic trait is like, if I see something that's not being done, I was like, well, who else is going to do it? So I take it on, or I try to like coordinate with people to take the project on because there's a gap in it being done. And the older I get, the more I don't do that. The more I learn. If Unless you want that added to your plate, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Don't say <laughs> shit. Don't say shit in the meeting. Or they're going to be like, hey, can you do that? Like, see, I, I learned my lesson. I used to ask companies like, hey, who's going to take notes for this meeting? And they're like, Steph, great idea. Why don't you go ahead and get that done? Now, I don't say shit. I take my own notes. I handle my own desk. Y'all can deal with it. <laughs> See, like my manager the other day was like because I was like oh there's so much to do and I'm so stressed right now and he's like hey don't stress about things I'm like what thank you um, that doesn't what did help. I think about that <laughs> like I never that never occurred to me <laughs> my stress dissipated I'm cured oh my god 
I can conquer the world now. Oh, I know. <laughs> That's Asia's meanwhile. <laughs> He's like, you need to delegate more. But I'm like, I can delegate. Yeah. But then if the job doesn't get done right, then I'm just like, for fuck's sake, I should have just done this myself. Now I'm having to fix this issue or help someone fix this issue. And it just gets to the point where I'm like, yes, I could delegate, but like it's quicker. Like if I was just myself, like by myself doing everything, would I be super stressed? Yes. Would it get done properly? Also, yes. It's like, so where I'm at. When you, so I am very new to management and that is how I am to my core. And the coaching that I received from my CEO or my, I'm sorry, my CSO um, was that you, you have to be okay with other people's okay. You can set the expectation in the beginning of the project. Like this is how I want it to be done, but you have to be okay with it not being done exactly the way that you need it to be done. If it works, let it run with it. And then maybe you can add in some like light coaching, but like put yourself in that employee's shoes. Like you're doing your best, but your boss didn't tell you exactly the way that they needed it to be done in order for you to do it. So how can they be upset that it wasn't done the exact way that in their fucking head they needed to die? I've quit jobs over that shit. Fuck that. I'm not a goddamn mind reader. Well, you say that, but I have um, written down processes. I've also taken screenshots of each step-by-step put it in a folder all they have to do is check the folder perfect like, i'm not asking someone to be a mind reader i'm just asking to actually look at the resources they already have and then not and then yeah. they do it wrong and then i get frustrated and i'm like why why the fuck did i not just do this myself um which is well, nice. <laughs> you need a little bit of extra help that's okay that's okay so you did everything right in that scenario right you wrote everything down you set the expectation prior and they didn't follow process so that is the coaching opportunity that you have with them is like, hey, I noticed you did it this way. I want to understand why you did it this way, because maybe in their brain, they think they did it better, but they fucked it up and they don't know that yet, though. But instead of getting pissed off, it's just like, let's have a coaching opportunity. This is the process that needs to be done. This is why we do it this way. It's so frustrating. Dude, I hate management. I fucking hate it. Hate it. But I'm going to get good at it because that's the kind of person I am. I have to deal with people and people are messy and I didn't I knew but I didn't really know that it was going to be like this um it's very very different when you no longer work on the product itself and you have to work on the people that are then doing the product I am still learning like where what is that line how like what what do I do <laughs> yeah I think I need to like what do let go a little bit and maybe care less a little bit about how it ends yeah. if it's wrong okay it's wrong whatever um we just have to completely like i'm gonna have to then go do more work to undo that process to then get it done the right way so it shows on our database properly um because or dana coach the person to do it the way that it needs to be done and you have, have then built I've up an employee them, in your organization i do it i've got them to do it and i stand behind them because they like and they do it that way. I've printed out things and stapled them together. I've said, ask me as many questions as you like, which includes in my lunch break, apparently. Like, I, I, I'm doing everything I possibly can, except I'm trying really, really hard not to get frustrated at the same time, which sometimes, some days is really good and other days they can tell. <laughs> It makes sense. I'd be pissed off too if I wrote processes and documentation and people weren't following them. It literally is like, click this, then click that, then do this, enter this, click. I literally like, 
step by step every single thing like I've written it as if someone has never seen the system before like it's brand new to them because um they're new and it is a hard system so I've tried to make it like the easiest thing possible because I don't know if you ever had it at school but did you ever have it in English where they're like write how to make a cup of tea as if you're writing it for an alien who has never been to this world before that's Mm -hmm. how I try and do every every single instruction that I do for somebody I do it as if they've never ever seen what what we do before I mean it does require more patience I find we're in that process they're breaking down and then individual coaching on that as an intern, I had to do basically what you're saying. I had to make guides, and I always wrote it as if someone had never looked at what I was talking about ever before. It's the oh, best yeah. way to do I had it. to get over, like, sounding condescending, because I'm like, no, as far as I know, you're a fucking idiot. You need this direction. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, exactly. how do you know, like, the training they've had, like, if someone has spent the time with them that they they needed or if someone's like rushed through okay you need to do this 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 this, and then walked away so if I've got the process start to finish and they've missed half like half the part when they were shown it at least then they know okay I know this bit oh that's how you do that bit okay yeah now I know where I am now you know Mm -hmm. my CEO told me that your training doesn't end once you finish the module training doesn't actually end for several months after you finish the module I don't think I've ever stopped training in the six years that I've worked. It's good. It means there's plenty for people to learn. It's patience is hard and training people and teaching people is hard. See, I don't feel like I explain things properly. I can write you some like fucking amazing documentation. But if you're expecting me to get in front of like a group of people and explain how something works, nah. That's me. I'm a visual hands-on person. If I can't do it, I can't understand it. So I can, I can show you how to do it. I can show you step-by-step how I do it and I can write down my steps, but like, that's how my brain works. I, Mm. that's, that's been a hard one. That shit does give me anxiety. I want to be a good trainer. I want to be a good manager. I want to be a good boss. I want to be a good people builder. I have a lot to offer. I just, I want someone that's like me and I'm never going to find that because I allow fucking corporate America to take advantage of me and that's bad. Don't do that. Don't be that person. But now I don't know what to do. Now this is me. This is my life. I derive value from how far I take it up the butt from corporate America. It's disgusting. I want to be a different person. (laughs) I think, like, a lot of my anxiety from work right now, there's, oh my god, this is gonna get me on a slight rant, so bear with me, but, (laughs) one, it comes from me training, and I'm, like, the newest person, well, I'm not the newest person on the team, but I'm the least experienced person on the team, other than the newest person, (laughs) and she's literally straight from college, so, I mean doesn't say that much but also it comes from ibm taking over my projects that my entire team was working on and then us not being involved for months because they just took over and just like excluded us and now we're trying to get back into the projects and no one knows what's going on 
uncertainty is not it has no place in in the in in the work world yeah. there there has to be an abundance of over communication if any company expects to succeed yeah and my boss left so now i have a new boss and he's not even gonna be like the he's only temporary so i'm like <laughs> How's the newer boss gonna be whenever I get one? How long is it gonna take for me to get one? Who knows? It might be six months. It might be shorter. So, there's there's a lot of things causing my anxiety right now at work. Now, I will say my new boss is trying to get the team back involved, which is great. He's making great progress. And I feel like this upcoming week, I will finally be back to a place where I know everything that's going on with my system. And I'm excited because I I think it'll help a lot. <laughs> so positives. It, it's it's amazing, like, the, the small crumbs and morsels they give us. Like, here you go. Here's a little bit of potential that you might be back working on the things that we hired you for. Here you go. Here you go. Here's your here's your hope. Here's your hope. Take yeah. it. Take it. <laughs> he also he did split up the team differently than we were before. And it makes way more sense with what he's doing now. So I don't know. I have a lot of hope. I think. I think he's a good manager, and I think my last one honestly wasn't that good. <laughs> so, it's it's just a lot of changes to get used to. Yeah, no, definitely, it's it's change. Change is uncomfy. I think about it all the time. Like, I hate interviewing. Oh my god, I hate interview. I fucking Same. hate it. I hate looking for new work. I hate trying to explain to people that I'm a good employee and like can bring value to their company. I'm type A, but I'm just like, I'm a tired type A. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be done. It, it's just like gone are the days are being at a company for, you know, 20 years and being successful in doing that. There's only so far you can climb in a company. Like you have to switch companies in order to grow. See, this bullshit. is the funny thing about my job specifically. Everyone that I work with has either been in the field or at the company for about 20 plus years, which is wild. But are they happy? Yes, actually they are. Compensated. Yeah, they're well compensated and they're happy. And it's, I don't know, it's one of those things that I feel like I won't be able to find in a lot of other places. Like, these people have stood with the company since it was small. And now it's, like, massive. <laughs> massive. That's, That's amazing. amazing. You know, honestly, it's the reason I took the job at my company is, like, in cannabis, longevity is fucking unheard of. To have employees that have been there for five plus years and working in the retail environment, I'm like, this has to be the best job ever. <laughs> like, my director, he has, he literally worked in the DCs as, like, a picker and worked his way up. So, 
it i think that says a lot (laughs) so how many times well i mean it's it's personal though so i'm actually i'm just not even gonna ask i was gonna ask how uh, many times the company's been like bought and sold because i always find that with new management comes drastic change so even with like just like higher up executive uh change uh very drastic three times probably because one when they Definitely two times. Which I mean, twice I can't, over the last yeah, that still that's twice. that's really fucking amazing to have people that have stuck it out. Like usually there's like some massive chop and block action when a company gets acquired. Ours, um, well, we got acquired by like a much we got acquired by a global company. So I think that's the difference. But like each brand still acts as its own. That's awesome. So I I think that's I, why so many people have stayed. Yeah. COVID definitely changed my view of the working world. Um, I'm less stressed after COVID in the working world, for sure. But that's that's because I I was afforded the luxury of working from home. I've worked from home for probably my entire cannabis career. I go into the office like twice a week. It's not a big deal. I don't mind like that much. I sit in a fucking cube now, which I'm not happy about, but <laughs> I tell my boss like where I'm frustrated and then like he actually fucking does things to help that ang- like that frustration. Like I, I, I'll give you a random example. I told my boss that, you know, it was just kind of like in passing. It was casual. It's like, did you know we have seven hour long meetings every week routine? And he looked at me. He's like, that's disgusting. And I was like, oh, I know. I, I, I sit through them. You're telling me like, we, he's like, well, let's go over and what do you have? So like, we went over and he's like, no, they're all, they're all necessary. And I was like, what do you think about maybe moving the vast majority of these to a single day of the week? And then we don't have the calls throughout the week. So we're not taking two, three hours out of every single day of our week to have meetings and touch bases and discussions. We can actually get the work done. He's like, that's actually not a bad idea. They moved like five of them to Monday. I'm so happy. Monday is a work from home day for me. I can get through all of my calls. I then have the rest of the four days a week to execute everything we talked about in those four or five meetings. Like, I'm a fucking happy woman. I'm stressed, but I'm happy. (laughs) I wish. Like, the nature of my job, I have to sit through, like, a lot of meetings. And I just think that's, like, one of the things I'm gonna have to get used to. Because, like, most of them are necessary. What did you say? Are you client-facing? No, I am internal, but I have to work with a lot of other teams. Okay, got it. So it's kind of like bridging the gap. I wonder if, like, having a project management layer in between we do might help a ton of we have a project project managers yeah Mm -hmm. holy shit holy shit i'm telling you i work for a big company (laughs) so we have to work with layers but you work within a 40-hour week right like are you expected to do Um, your work after hours and like complete your entire day's workload no matter how long it takes to be honest a lot of my work is talking to the other teams and not necessarily actually doing other things got it oh so. okay got it oh i we need a sidebar i want to i need to understand exactly what you do because that actually <laughs> does not sound that bad i 
I keep getting myself in situations where I'm a salaried employee and my workday has not ended at 5 p.m. in like 10 years. Um, it's it, no, I envy my husband. He works like a nine to five. I'm sorry, he works a seven to four. The lucky son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> and that's it. Four o'clock, he's done. He's not allowed to work after hours. I work until. Um, I'm done. So it's, uh, yeah, it's fine. I, I will I do say love it. to give like a brief explanation of my job, I'm a systems analyst. So what I do is basically I work with other teams when they have problems and I help plan implementations of upgrades or fixes to our current systems. So I'm not the one, like, coding or doing all that, like, technical stuff. I'm the one that's planning (laughs) and having conversations with other people who are actually going to do it. So I feel like organization is an incredibly important part of your job. Yeah. We should talk. We should talk. Yes. I've got the perfect Notion template for you. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. No, I've, uh, I kind of like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like a side topic and it might be more appropriate for a next episode, but I've always kind of found myself in positions where I can have my hands in multiple places in multiple departments and like help. I like to help. I wish there was a job out there and it's probably like consultant, but I'm really good about going into a place, especially like a retail establishment and working, observing, and, like, seeing how they run their day-to-day and then, like, making small streamlined optimizations. Like, I can help you just streamline your entire process and, like, make it better. Because, it, it, like, in retail, it's all about the customer experience. And how you operate your customer experience is to be, like, incredibly organized and a well-oiled machine behind the scenes. What is that like, called? There's a, there's a name for it. I can't think of. If you did, if you if you think of it, let me know. But I ended up landing in marketing because of that. Because like most of cannabis retail optimization, I'm using air quotes here, is just marketing. It's um, it's similar to like Six Sigma, is what it is. Like that would be like Six Sigma is focused on like an operational standpoint and like doing small changes to make companies flow better basically and like individuals streamline their task that's what six sigma is there's another name for it though that i cannot think of but i'm gonna add a time look up six yeah (laughs) i'm gonna do some googling i do need to look into that i am woefully uneducated on the different things i've always just kind of like gotten the job and done everything i can to like you can make a bank if you get certified in six sigma you can make bank i thought it was all like where not warehouse but like you know like uh supply chain uh focused um kind of but supply chain is very broad supply chain can be literally anything yeah, because so it's I used seriously to like it's from like the item to the people to everything. It like includes I've heard so much. Like I, 
I've heard the word Six Sigma throughout my career. I used to work in staffing, like doing IT and marketing for a staffing agency. And on our like production staffing side, like they staff for like warehouses and like Six Sigma people, but I never actually knew what it meant. I just kind of figured it was something in like machinery. Um, yeah, weird ADD brain. It just kind of like, um, so do it kind of, kind of pivoting back and back into topic. So with anxiety with work, I would, I would say that the vast majority of my anxiety probably would come from like relationships with people. Not that I have negative relationships with people by any means, but it's like towing the line and knowing how to communicate and interact with people because I like working from home because I am at my core a type a introvert which I'm not sure is actually a thing um and I just don't kind of genuinely like people because they just kind of suck and then everyone's kind of got like their face on at work it's just like I try to be like cordial um communication 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 so I do find myself getting pissed off with people much less at this company I must admit because I'm so in my own marketing world where I'm just like I'm trying to help <laughs> let me help you <laughs> I, I there was a question somewhere in there do, do you guys have um relationship anxiety or like how do you navigate relationships at work what even are the kinds of relationships at work I would say you have like your relationship with like I mean all these people are your co-workers, but, like, my relationship with my boss versus my other co-workers is very different. Why? I don't know. Why would you really be have the that same different. relationship? Right? Yeah. Like, so you, t you take direction from your supervisor, but if a colleague came to you and said, hey, Blaze... I was kind of looking at, I don't know, I'm making some shit up because um, you just said that you didn't code and I thought you coded for a living. So I, we're going to go with whatever that version of Blaze was in my brain. Hey, Blaze, you wrote this code and it makes absolutely no fucking sense, but they said that in a nice way. Would you mind if I went through and commented it or can you change it to this? Like, would you really say no? Would you really be like, nah, fuck you, that's not my job? You'd be no, like, oh, I wouldn't say no. That. I would say yes. I mean, almost anything that they ask out of me, I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. But I also expect, I guess in return, I expect them to help me when I need help. So, you know, I'll scratch Have their back if they scratch my back. Right? <laughs> Have you ever had that situation at work where, like, someone came to you and they're like, oh, my God, I need your help. And then you help them and then you need help. And they're like, yeah, no, nah, bro, that's not my job. Thankfully, no. <laughs> Have you had that happen to you, Dana? All the fucking time. All the fucking time. <laughs> People are like, oh, I messed this up. Can you fix it for me? And then I end up fixing it. And then, like, I'll look at something. I'll be like, oh, hey, um, you didn't do this. Or I'll be like, oh, hey, um, can you sort this out, please? Because it's something that they should do as their fucking job. And they're like, oh, I don't know how to do that. Oh, you have to ask IT. I'm like, bitch, one, you're the one that did it wrong. Two, it's your fucking job, not mine. I'm asking you to sort it out before it gets to me. Oh, every time I'm like, no, oh. 
Oh, dude, I got the greatest answer. The great. Oh, I don't know how to do that. You'll have to ask IT. Well, since you messed this up, go ahead and do that and circle back with me and let me know what the solution was. <laughs> End of email. <laughs> I think IT would rather I ask them than they ask them. So sure. I'm like, I help out IT, I guess, and talk to them. I love that. I love it. No, I, I I, had to, like, the delegation, man, every time someone tells me to delegate, I kind of just look at them and I'm like, to who? Who are we delegating this to? Do you know Do you know the time and effort and energy it would take to, one, then train this person to do it? And then it's technically not in their job description, so they just kind of stop doing it. Like, we're all very much in our own departments and we try to do our parts within our departments but if there is a gap man it stays gappy unless Steph fills it (laughs) but no the team knows now like they'll approach my cube and they'll be like hey Steph not to add like another thing to your plate but could you like have this by like Tuesday and I'm like sure (laughs) I love that not to add anything else well don't (laughs) Don't. just just right there and full stop not okay. to add anything to your plate. Oh, thank you. Bye. So you're doing it. <laughs> oh, that's so kind. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what a perfect one. No, I. It's it's. I wish I didn't get the serotonin that I did from completing projects or like progressing on things. I just I do genuinely love to work, and I've turned everything in my life into work. Like you guys have heard Braylon say it before. Like no. We we are not, why on earth would you want structure like that in your life? I mean, it's the only way I know how to operate. It's the only way anything is done. I don't even eat on a routine. Like, we gotta, we gotta, I don't know. I'll get, I'll get burned out of real life and then we'll see. We'll have another podcast session. Like, now what do I do? <laughs> I do feel it's like... No, go ahead. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, sorry. I'm, I'm interested to hear what you said. I was like, how do you juggle? How do you juggle both? Home, work, socialization. Like, that's that gives me anxiety when I have to, like, do work stuff, but I also want to do, like, fun stuff. Like, I want to go play Cult of the Lamb because I want to play games, and games make me happy. And I've already worked 60 hours this week, but I still have shit that needs to get done. Like... How do people balance? I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> we're, we're, I don't we're doing have baby enough steps. balance. Wednesdays are my laundry days now. Period. Full stop. I cannot hang out on Wednesdays. I have to go home and do laundry. That's what I need to do. Just set days for certain things. Like laundry on Sundays for me, probably. That makes the most sense. See, I'm a crazy like person that. about my weekends. Like my husband, we don't fight, but we definitely butt heads about it. He's like, hey, it's Sunday. I feel like cleaning the house. I'm like, fuck that. I get two days a week, two out of my seven days a week that I don't touch work. And it's Saturday, Sunday, and I still don't have a choice. I still have to do little work shit on those weekends because those are the busy times for the dispos. Like I fucking hate doing chores on the weekends. I hate it. I would rather do it during the week and make like, that is my excuse to not work is that I have to like 
eat and do my laundry and clean my house. It's sick. We work too many hours. It's too many. <laughs> I was going to say, how do you juggle working from home? Um, how Like, the life of work and home since you work um, from home on certain days. There, there is no line. So instead it becomes – so I've always said that, like, I'm not looking for a job. I'm not looking for a career. I'm looking for a lifestyle. Like, this is a lifestyle for me. When I started working from home, it became even more true because, like, when I'm not a depressed piece of shit, I can wake up at, like, 5, 6 o'clock in the morning and I can get ready for my day and I can grab, like, a cup of coffee and I can grab, like, a bite to eat and I can go sit at my desk and be there by, like, 7, 7.30, like, ready to go. And then I usually take, like, a couple breaks throughout the day. Like, I have – I'm much more forgiving with myself when I start early and go late that if I want to sit and fucking, like, scroll TikTok for 15 minutes, fuck off. I'm going to sit down and scroll TikTok for 15 minutes. If I want to take an hour and a half long lunch break and go for a walk before, like, I eat lunch or walk somewhere and get something or, like, sit outside for a little bit extra longer, I will do that. And I love having the luxury of being able to take my laptop if it's a really nice day and sit out on the patio for a couple of hours and answer emails and get done some admin stuff instead of being cooped up in the office all day. Like for me, it's, there's no balance because there's less stress. I'm not, I'm, you know, like I'm not spending a full nine to 10 hours of my day commute included being around an environment that I'm not comfortable in, having to use a bathroom that's not my own and talk to people that I really don't fucking give a fuck about. (laughs) Instead, I'm happy to see my coworkers because I only see them two days a week. I want to get to know them. It's, it's, I feel like it's the same for them too. We take each other in smaller doses. Like pandemic taught me so much. Like my husband and I are not sick of each other. There's a lot of people that broke up. Like, you are forced mm-hmm. into that environment every fucking day before the pandemic. So you have to go in. I'm serious. It's the same thing. You're forced to be around people you don't give a shit about. It destroys relationships. You have better synergy if people can meet each other on their own terms. It does. Like, even when I was living with, like, my best friends um, during college, there were times where, like, we got on each other's nerves and stuff like that because we were just living together constantly. And I feel like we have a better relationship now that we're not living together constantly. Not to say it was bad, but yeah. I'm the some people are just too much. I like, the opposite, Dana? How I come? used to live, um, have a couple of lodges who I lived with at my old house to like afford um, like the rent, like they would rent rooms. Um, and like we formed like a nice bond like one of them had a child um who I became like an auntie for and like I would spend most of my time with them and stuff I'd say like I like at the time I couldn't imagine ever not seeing them like and now like I've moved away like I've moved I live with my granny now and they like have their own houses I haven't seen them once (laughs) like I have not seen them once I I a little bit forget they exist honestly um one of them the last time they messaged me was like a couple of years ago one of them messaged me like a month ago like out of the blue for the first time in like years saying like hey we should meet up and I was like yeah yeah we should do definitely do that I can't do this weekend or next weekend because I'm away but like I can do after that that was like June maybe haven't heard from it's them it's the effort for me so like unless people are like 
actively either talking to me most days or like like Asper in the Discord, like I can't forget you guys exist. I will forget people exist and I just won't yeah. message them because I'll forget too because like they don't exist in my mind. Like if I don't it's see ADHD. them for a bit, they just disappear. So yeah. yeah. Object permanence applies with people. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I feel bad because people are probably like, hey, that like Dana hasn't messaged us in like months and I'm just like happy like forgetting people exist and then like someone will message me yeah. and be like, oh shit, hi, I forgot you existed. Exactly. It works both ways. And I, I try to be cognizant if I notice like someone's reaching out to me more than I'm reaching out to them. I always kind of ask, like, do you even see value in this relationship or is this more of an acquaintance? Nine times out of ten, it's more of an acquaintance. And then that one time out of ten, I'll message him like, I, I know that I'm terrible and I just wanted to let you know that I do think about you and I suck and you are lovely and I miss you and I wish that I remembered to message you more or... I only remember to message people when I'm driving. So then you'll get like a phone call out of me out of the blue and I'm like, hey, what's up? And you're like, why the fuck are you calling me? And it's like, because I'm driving and I thought about you and I wanted to message you and I can't because I'm driving and I don't want to die. That's so what my mom this is does. Like me. <laughs> my See, mom typically doesn't like text me or call me all the time, but like when she's driving home from work every now and then she'll call me. <laughs> It text message would have been easier, but I also value my life more than I value this friendship. So in order to keep both, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what makes me sad about work. Like I have some really great colleagues that I know when I eventually move from my job, I will probably forget exist and will probably not message very often. But I wish I like, I really enjoy like, not all of the people I work with, like what I would call like the, basically before we had our head office kind of amalgamate themselves in our building, there was just like the repair center and logistics people. Um, those are the people that I will miss. <laughs> There's some people from head office I will probably miss, but like not many, <laughs> they really annoy me. <laughs> not gonna lie. <laughs> but like the core people that I have spent six years with, I'm really gonna like end up missing like when I become a psychologist or therapist, whatever I end up, um, field I end up going into. And I just know like some of them I can talk to for ages, like in real life, but if I text them, it feels really weird. I don't know if you guys have that. Like if you text certain people, yeah. it's just so weird. I'm like, how how does this, yeah. like I've forgotten how to text apparently. Yeah. I, I do it like a couple times and then we don't, text for like several months and then it's like it's something that's too inappropriate to put in a work email is usually what gets texted <laughs> so like that's that's the depth like have different text types and you have to get used to that and then i'm like oh this is so awkward like because like it's so much easier to talk to people in real life for some things and then other people it's so much easier to text them and talking in real life is weird so it's like it's one of those hard things it's like my work bestie who i was like like that with when we work together she's moved to another job like and she's she's thriving honestly and I'm so happy for her but like I barely message her like we went from talking like nearly every day at work to like I barely message her um we barely meet up um but I still have like love for her and like when I next see her I'm gonna be like oh my god how are you doing blah, blah, blah. but like it's just one of those things like I feel like if I don't see people all the time I barely talk to them 
except for like on discord because i find that easy to talk to people apparently same it's (laughs) because it's it's in your hand i know that it like i know that a lot of people say like it's the same for texting but discord has a completely different vibe it is like it's it's and i guess like line would be like the same thing is that what the other app is called that we're on um or whatsapp what did that used to be line aren't we on whatsapp Oh yeah, WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah. WhatsApp. <laughs> it's like yeah. I, I, I think it used to be called Line. Anyway, um, it's it's completely different. It's 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 bit it's interesting. Like I try to convert IRL friends into Discord, and it's not the same. It's weird with them because they treat it like texting, and I'm like, this is not. We're not texting each other. Like this is a Discord. We're having a conversation. Like if I don't want to say hi to somebody, if I just want to full on go into like, here's some pumpkins that I want to buy. I can. I can just post, hey guys, look at these pumpkins, and like I don't have to say hi, how are you first or anything. I just like pumpkin. Oh, I can just oh the small chat. Oh my god, you feel like you have to small chat over text too? I did the same thing. I texted someone, hey, hope you're doing well. Just wanted to reach out and say blah, 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 blah. It's almost like an email for me. I'm old. I text like I email. Oh, I don't do something. Oh I'm just straight That's to the so point. Funny. Like, how's your weekend? And I'll respond. But like, if I'm sending something first, I'm just like, hey, can you please do this? Blah, blah, blah. Thank you. Like, many thanks. And then other oh people are like, God. oh, you're very, like, blunt and straight to the point. I'm like, it's an email. What do you want me to do? Ask you about your weekend and if you're having, like, something nice for your dinner. Like, I just want something to be done. Like, <laughs> fucking hell. Just, like, I text like it's email. Oh, my God. I just realized that when someone messages me, like, out of the blue, like, texting, I'll be like, hey, blah, 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 blah. Ew! <laughs> Ew! <laughs> oh that's funny with me i think one of the things that makes it easier for me is that like my friend group we only message each other on snapchat because like we have a streak we have a very long streak like a thousand days something like that that we're not getting rid of (laughs) but um so we like I guess, in a way, we can act like it's kind of like Discord because we can just send something random with no context <laughs> and they'll I just respond. That. Yeah, it's like I, my I, I have I, some soul searching to do. Streak of 1160, and all we do is just like send a picture of like a black screen and just say like morning because it's um, it's the easiest way to kind of one keep the street going and also just to let the other person know hey i'm still here like we may not be talking at the moment about anything properly but i'm still here i'm I'm messaging your picture saying hi morning and like some occasionally i'll reach out to her and be like hey how are you doing or hey i just wanted to show you this really like nice nail polish because like she loves painting her nails i love painting my nails or like she'll message me and be like hey haven't spoken to you in ages and it's nice because there's no like there's no like pressure to talk if we wanted to we could just send like the the blank images with morning on for like months and months and months exactly fine no one would be like oh she's not talking like we're fine with that but also like it's nice to be like at any point i can message her and she'll message me back or she can message me and i'll message back and like but there's just no pressure i really like 
friendships and messaging things where there's no pressure like discord if i don't answer somebody someone else will answer them in a discord channel and i I can respond later on if i want to or if i think it's a cool conversation or i can send a gif or like i can just i can literally react to things with emotes of emojis and that's fine like there's there's no pressure i think that makes um i don't know relationship i i i like to believe that i'm a low maintenance friend but the the dark side of Steph, like that inner voice that's kind of a fucking like see you next Tuesday, um, that that voice is like, no, you're a low effort friend. Um, because it's I'm I'm like, I'm sorry, that's my reality is I just don't put like the effort in because then the effort's expected and then it has to be consistent and then you have to like grow your effort because that's growing the friendship. So it's just like here's an emoji react half the time the emote doesn't make any sense because i i just pick one i just like i i saw this that's i that's it that's all you get out of me i i I did something you're welcome (laughs) that's the thing though if we're like man we're if we're like um matching energy and stuff like okay yeah you're responding with emotes or whatever and they may not make sense but what's the other person doing because like if they're not doing or if they're doing the same thing like it doesn't matter then like i am very much in this stage where i'm matching energy with people um although a little bit is i'm literally just forgetting people exist um apparently um but yeah it started off matching energy i bet i just forget people exist um so yeah but um i think it's important like with work with with relationships in general like if we're matching energy if we're if we need to take that time that we do take that time because like like oh important too absolutely i've been a lot more selfish especially with this job about my mental health um i it's if i'm having an off day i'm working eight hours that day period and it's my work has definitely suffered, but it, it I don't think it's suffered in a way that people have noticed it. I've definitely dropped balls and then I just like kind of realign myself like, okay, Steph, these are the balls you absolutely cannot drop. I understand it takes time in order to do this, but maybe then work in like specific days that you do it every week, right? Um, it's it's a slippery slope. I, I, I feel like the, the blend like for Blaze from what you're originally saying on like where is your work-life balance when you work from home it's also a slippery slope to like burnout you have to make sure you're doing things that are like caring for your own health um i love the trend on tiktok like the walking treadmills that's amazing same i want to give one i really want one i don't i don't want to spend 750 dollars on a standing desk and then another 500 dollars on a walking treadmill when i have a fucking peloton in my bedroom (laughs) yep that is the only reason why i haven't gotten one but could we not like like, like hey you guys should invest in this for me for my mental health and i'll work better if you buy me this it's honestly yes if I didn't just redo my entire setup, it it only cost me I think like three hundred dollars because I got the tables from IKEA. Which, by the way, fucking just just get the fucking IKEA tables, guys. Like I know that you feel like IKEA is cheap. I did the same thing. I bought two pieces of shit off a of Wayfair two years ago. Just buy the fucking IKEA tables. It was cheaper and it is a way better experience. 
I didn't buy off Wayfair. I don't have and any problems with uh, Ikea. I like Ikea. They took, like, I, I thought Ikea would be too cheap. I thought Ikea would have broken down in like, you know, a year or so. And then I fucking got the tables and like, I have a 30 inch deep table. It's fantastic. See, I'm I very happy with Ikea that quality, up, but I, I want to see it. Like, yeah, I actually. Fair. Really? Yeah, like fair quality, like like those um Billy bookcases or whatever. They look really oh, those good. Are fantastic. Those are. I always see people like buying their all just, like, things stuff, and stuff like that. I've always heard like good things. The only thing I don't like is that like their beds are a different kind of size to everything else. Other than that, I think they're great. They have really good like aesthetic. I like. Mm. It. I don't think it's like quality furniture though. I think that's why it's so cheap. Um, I do have a serious question, though, on the topic of burnout. What do you guys do to remedy your burnout? How do you know when you're approaching? What do you do to remedy? Um, I get migraines a lot when I'm uh, burnt out at work and, like, or headaches, like, constantly. Um, it's usually stress-related. Um, I'm trying to care less about things, and that doesn't mean I don't care about my work and stuff, but, like, that's the only way I can kind of explain not getting stressed about every little thing and caring about yeah. every tiny little thing. Like, I still care about my job, but I'm not, like, focused on every... Like, if something goes wrong or, like, if something doesn't happen, I'm just like, oh, well, we just need to fix it then. Like, we just need to do this now. There's no point worrying about why it happened. Or, like, thinking, oh, for God's sake, if I'd done this, then blah, 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 because that doesn't help me. <laughs> I just need to be right. in the moment now. Okay, this went, this happened. Okay, well, we do this. So, yeah, I think also the fact that, like, I'm, I guess, like, a little bit managing people, I'm kind of having to be like that for them as well, because otherwise, if they do something wrong and I'm like, well, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? It doesn't help. We're, we're now on like fixing mode now we need to like fix whatever went wrong not constantly be like well you did this wrong why did you do that wrong why did you do because that's what I do to myself like all the time so in trying to be like a better person for other people I'm also technically using that on myself now so um that's helpful sometimes I go scream and cry in my car um sometimes I walk to Lidl's and buy a load of food um that makes me happy <laughs> i i will either i do um i guess going off of what you said i try to care a little bit less as well just to keep myself sane but i do definitely still care about my job um i also try to delegate delegate tasks like if i really don't have the capacity to do something i will ask for help from one of my co-workers because more than likely at least one of them might be able to help me out um and then i also i guess taking time off as well i don't feel like there's enough time off in the world i i it's a matter of weeks when I come back to work because like the same the problems really haven't been resolved that are causing the burnout it's just like waiting it through for me it'll get better it'll get better I I just like I have to be for me I have to be confident and secure in my decision to be like the corporate baddie you know 
I can't be on fucking quit your job and the great resignation TikTok. Like I cannot be on that fucking TikTok. I need to be on corporate baddie and we're running shit and this is what we do because it's, I, I don't know. I just, I have to be in the right mindset for it and it, it helps my burnout immensely. Corporate baddie TikTok is a fun place to be. Sometimes. Yeah. Other times it makes me feel like <laughs> it makes me get burned out just watching. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, like it's it's a lot to be like on all the time, but I feel like I, I would I would thrive a lot more if I surrounded myself with people that like had the same like working values that I do, which is a little bit toxic and unhealthy. And it's just like I, I, I'm so I'm Leo Virgo cusp, so I always like to joke that I'm two people in one. And it's, it's true in a lot of senses. Like, the Leo side of me is like, no, we're fucking badasses and this is what we've worked our entire career for. And then, like, the Virgo side of me is like, yeah, but we just went through two years of the pandemic and we're sick of fucking working for old fucking men and making other people rich. And we just want to, like, quit our jobs and do art full time. And I can't do that. It's – I wish I can't do that. I cannot, like, make less money than I do now. I will not do that. <laughs> yeah, same, honestly. If I like when I do get a new job, eventually I I will not make less than what I make now. My Leo Just side no is way. bigger than my Virgo side. I will say that because that's what it takes. <laughs> I am a Leo rising, so My husband called me type A last night, and I was like, I don't think I'm type A. I might be a little bit type A, though. Oh, I definitely I choose to be type 100%. A. <laughs> I don't think I am. Honestly. I wouldn't, I I see, I wouldn't I say you are, though, but I also am not well-versed on what the different types are. That's fair. <laughs> I should look that up. I, I would be interested. In general, I'm just, like, one of the people that's, like, go with the flow kind of thing. Which I don't think is at all type A. Oh, no. I could not <laughs> And from I y'all's know. faces. Oh, no. I need to have a plan. For, for listeners out there. The head of face of disgust. How do people, like, go to things and, like, not know what's going to happen or, like, what to expect? Like, if I'm going to go to an event, I need to know, like, okay... Where are people going to be standing? Is it appropriate to sit down? Where do I go See, for food? Where are the bathrooms? Like, is there stuff to do? Is there something I can read on? Like TwitchCon, for example, I was like on the fence completely, which we're not going, by the way. But I was like, but I don't know what to expect. I need the itinerary. I need the list of everything that's happening at TwitchCon so that I can like best plan what I want to do. See, I'm this more is like... I need to make sure I know what I'm packing. What do I need to wear? Yes. What, yes. Like, do I need to bring these shoes, different shoes? How much walking yes. am I going to do? Am I going to be sitting yes. down that much? Am I going to be yes. standing the whole time? Would yes. I benefit from a cardigan? Is there going to be a breeze? Yes. Cold? Yes. Like, are they yes. going to sit directly underneath the air con? If oh, out, is it gonna exactly. <laughs> and if you don't pack those things, is there going to be a place that I can buy it? at an affordable price that's going to fit with the weather there. So 
yeah. I need to know these things. Mm-hmm. I need to know them. So like what I do now is like if it's my husband going with me, he plans everything. My boss gave me a little bit of flack when I told him we were doing it for my husband's birthday weekend. I was like, yeah, we're going to do this and this and this. And he's like, oh, did you plan it? I was like, no, my husband did. He's like, your husband planned his own birthday weekend. I'm like, it's his birthday weekend. He needs to plan what he wants to do. And I'm just there for the ride. <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs> See, this is this is my toxic trait. For instance, when I went to visit my best friend last week, I, I did not plan whatsoever. What the fuck? I like I, just, I'm like I don't know what I want to do. I'm just here for the ride. Basically, you guys can decide what you want to do. I've been to New York City before at least once, and honestly i'm fine with doing anything so you guys pick okay so that's fair that's fair you're like you're you're easy to please and they 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 live in the area and whatnot but no see i would need to know what i'm doing like my friends are like come to illinois or come to colorado and i was like and do what (laughs) exactly having too much of a plan stresses me out because half the half the time i don't actually stick to that plan anyway true but you at least had an idea of what potential there was. So, like, I went and visited a friend in Colorado, and half the time we ended up just, like, getting high and watching TV. I would have rather have not paid for all of that fucking money to just go get high and watch TV at someone else's house. I will you know, say, like, like when stuff. we went to Arizona for, like, Braylon's wedding, yeah, I didn't really look up things to do before we went. Mostly because, I mean, I was only there for, like, two real days anyway so it's not like i actually could do much but when we were there we did look up things around the area and we ended up going out and doing basically stuff every single second that we could so because i'm not gonna visit an area and just do nothing yeah that's fair it's like when ali and i decided we were going to meet up in real life um we had a Google Doc and we all put we put in things like that we'd like to do and we had like the afternoon, what we want to do the evening, what we want to do the next day, like the morning, afternoon. I mean, we didn't do half of it in the end because we ended up watching Steph's stream for a bit, then we watched Brainon's stream for a bit, then we were too tired to do anything in the evening. But we had fun and we were able to like make those decisions like, okay, we're not actually going to do this, we're going to do this now. Fair enough. But like we had those plans in place. So we when we when she picked me up from the train station, we knew exactly where we were going, knew exactly what we were doing. There was no awkwardness of what do you want to do? Oh, I don't really mind. What do you want to do? Because like that happens a lot otherwise. And then it's like we already had a plan for everything that we were going to do. So we didn't have any awkwardness. There was no, oh, I don't know what to do. And then awkward like hour there just being like, I don't want to say in case it's awkward and that person doesn't want to do something we had like options and I like that I wish everything could be like that um my life would be a lot happier that way so my work organized like my work life is so organized and then I know exactly what I'm doing when I get to work and then it's not like oh what am I doing today and then I don't do fucking dick all day because I had no plan even even a loose plan like we went to San Diego not too long ago we didn't have specific restaurants picked out, but we knew that like, okay, we're going to want to go get breakfast on this day and then we'll like grab something and eat it at the hotel, you know, for lunch. And then we want to go out to dinner. And then we ask each other, okay, what are you in the mood for? So we find breakfast spot and then we find a dinner spot like after the fact, but we know that we want to do it. I love it. I love it. We, we are 
We are getting to the top of the hour. Um, do you guys want to cover how we faked it these last couple of weeks? I mean, I'm just living my fucking life over here. So, you know, if you see me on social media killing it, um, I'm insecure about it. Uh, say something nice. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... I was in... Go ahead, Dana. Oh, no, you're fine. You're, you go. I was gonna say, I was in the post-vacation slump all of oh. this week. So, it, it was not fun. I did not want to work. I didn't want to do anything. I was very lazy. I even told one of my coworkers, I was like, honestly, I needed a vacation from the vacation. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and he just laughed at me. <laughs> yeah. But go ahead Dana I'm done <laughs> <laughs> um basically I've been doing um so I had a bout where like I was having migraines like several times a week and like headaches all the time and this last week and this week are the first times that I haven't had a migraine and this week I only had a headache on Friday and that was due to um not sleeping very well due to the heat um so I can't control that one but I've been like making new like um lifestyle changes to my diet to like taking vitamins like making sure I'm drinking more water trying to go to bed earlier or if not earlier than like just trying to like wake up when I do wake up and not go back to sleep because that also triggers my migraines it's been working pretty well so far um so I guess like I've been doing it that way are you back on your routine now like you're back in the groove they're like the like because yeah I was in a really good routine like with exercise and everything and then like I, I fell off the wagon with like depression like when my depression got worse and then like obviously like bounced back but like my routines got out so yeah I'm like starting to work on getting my routines back I like to get the exercise one back but that one's going to be baby steps I think I'm gonna pick up my ring fit this week and I'm gonna start doing like a, a round on the ring fit at least it's like it's something and it's yeah. like if I'm in a game I, I set a reminder on my phone, dude, like six o'clock on nights that I'm not streaming or working or like committed to working. It's a animal crossing and exercise night. So I have like that little pedal bike. And if I'm running in the animal crossing game, I have to be pedaling. And that's, it's, it's forced me to do a lot of digging <laughs> and terraforming because I'm not running. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's I a good idea like more actually i'm ring fit i can't wait for animal crossing vr to wear it uh like you actually have to like you know run and like scoop and shovel and i wish you could use the ring fit for more like if you could like like have it as a control because you can use it as a controller on the ring fit but if you could like change yep. settings for like I know Mario Kart or something where you have to run to yep. get the car to move i know i've seen someone do it themselves like they've like done it but like how cool would that be if they incorporated it because apart from the leg thing which you use for Wii Sports oh no sorry not Wii Sports uh, Nintendo Switch Sports um you don't really use any of the stuff for anything else and I think it would be really cool to integrate it with just like for instance running when you're running on Animal Crossing and things like that I think it would be fun that would be so cool is Nintendo Sports actually like labor intensive mm, not very I'm gonna like, Google I mean, it Similar to the Wii, I would say. 
Yeah. I'm gonna, I Google it. I want to look at it because I might buy it. Well, on that note, thank you guys so much for listening in. We hope you found some value. Join us on Discord to access resources mentioned in each episode and find your people. Next episode will be on August 28th. Or August 29th is when we'll release it. And it is on Unleashing Your Inner Work Baddie. Have a good week, guys. Bye. Bye.